Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the Alfa Romeo Driver podcast. I'm Guy Swarbrick and with me today I have Sat Flora and Harris Ahmed. Some of you will have seen the pair's distinctive GTV at Spring Alpha Day and we caught them before they headed off for their charity challenge. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Thank you for having us. Now, Sat, some people will have seen your GTV at Spring Alpha Day with lots of interesting handwritten messages all over it. Tell us a little bit of the, of the background about how you ended up with the, the challenge that you've taken on. We're a group of friends, a group of four lads who love to drive, love to, to travel. And we all became friends through cars. And it's got to the point where we're more than just friends. We've become family, so to speak. And we've always wanted to help back and in, in help charities, help the community and give back to the community as much as we can. So last year we did the NC500, where we raised just over £2,500 for Cancer Research UK and Loras, which is a local Leicester charity. And this year we thought we'll do something bigger and better. So hence the charity challenge, we're doing a cheap car challenge. And we set ourselves a bit of a, um, a budget, a bit of a plan where we said we'll have a £500 budget, buy a car, £250 to get the car road legal, do any servicing, modifications, anything like that. Um, but that's, that's really it. As I said, there was four of us. We split ourselves into two teams, and here we are. In regards to the charities, we select two charities. Again, we've always wanted to select charities that are close to home. Either we've had somebody in our families or in our friend circle who either relates to that charity or benefit from that charity we have some sort of an indication as to or a link to that charity right so we've chosen uh, memphis which is a children's charity again in Worcester. they support children with disabilities and we've also selected dementia uk again we've had family members um, suffering from dementia in, in in our group we we saw the gtv at burley house that's not quite where things started though is it harris no it's certainly not so our search began, as you do, uh, in all of the right places to find a cheap car, which is Gumtree, Facebook Marketplace, eBay. And, you know, the, there's slim pickings uh, these days, especially with, with the car market as it is for, for the £500 budget. So we had our work cut out, to say the least. We went through a number of options. Uh, I think the most amusing we missed out on, uh, it would have been a... Uh, London taxi uh, with the pretty little thing branding, which I really wanted. Bright pink. <laughs> yeah, it was bright pink. So that was that was yeah that that didn't work out. How, how long's your journey? It's uh, it's across to Amsterdam. Okay. so I think we're not not too bad in a London taxi. I thought if you were doing Peking or something, that might be a bit too much. <laughs> uh, that's actually a good idea. Maybe for our next one, uh, Paris to Peking rally in a London taxi. Yes. Uh, note that down, Sat. <laughs> anyway, the other option we both were really keen on was a was a Mazda RX-8. But again, trying to find one in budget was uh, was a massive project to say the least. So we went for a Toyota Celica initially. It seemed like the safe, reliable option. It did have a bit of an issue with with revving through the rev range completely. It would stop at about 3000 rpm and not go any further it did have cup holders though <laughs> which is important on a long journey that's a good point yes but anyway so it had that issue and uh, it was actually quite easily fixed with a 15 pound part which sat kindly did and once uh, we reveal the cars to each other we got a lot of flack from our friends <laughs> for the car so i think uh, we we decided to again explore that option of getting a Mazda RX-8. 
which was very difficult, like I said previously. But we continued to browse and we started coming across some questionable alpha GTVs, which needed a bit of work, to say the least. Spring pens, by any chance? No, that was the one thing we did do a bit of research on and um, made sure they were good, uh, as that would have been costly. We actually found one with the, the door caved in. Harris, i just ask you a quick question, if I may. What are the three things you're not supposed to do when going to buy any car, let alone an alpha? Uh, we looked at it in the dark. Number one. Uh, we, we turned up in a car that also broke down. Number two, which is French, just for the record. When we opened... <laughs> Thanks. And uh, when we opened the bonnet, the bonnet hinge snapped. So we only got the one look at the engine bay. Okay. Um, let's not forget to add that it was raining. And it was raining. But the battery the battery was dead completely. So we couldn't switch it off either um, on the way home. Doesn't sound like a gamble at all. Not with an Alpha. <laughs> Not with a Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah, so that overall, I think we ticked off all of the things that, um, you know, constitute a good buying experience uh, for a car that's under, under 750 quid. Anyway, the journey home was done by Sat. Um, he commented on how bad the lights were on the way home in the dark. That's another point, actually, because one of the headlights were out. <laughs> Well, see, that's one of the advantages of buying a car at night is you get to find that out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I did, however, though, on the motorway, get thumbs up from other people. So clearly we bought the right car because I didn't get Absolutely. any of that in the Celica. <laughs> did not get any of that in the Celica. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we, we managed to get it home. Uh, we didn't break down on the way home or anything like that. So, you know, already. And, and how close start. to your £500 budget was it? We got it for... Start for what it was listed for, please. I can't actually remember. So the car was, so the car was up for a £1,000, and we, ah, shook, okay. yeah, so we shook hand at £625. So. And I think at the moment, given the, the insanity of the used car market, that's, that's close enough for government work. Absolutely. And when you look at what's available <laughs> in the market with an MOT, and a ta- uh, MOT is running and not spares and repairs... It's very difficult. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to just add at this point that even though we went over the £500 budget with another £125, we still followed the rules and did better than the other team. I know this (laughs) is an Alfa Romeo podcast, but I think it's very important to just call out that the other team, I'll take their names, Gary and Dusty, spent £1,000 on their car and walked away with, or drove away, should I say, with a Volvo, was it Volvo S80 T6 Executive G-Tronic with a fridge <laughs> and wishy-washy wipers? It should, should, shouldn't rain in July, should it, in the UK? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. hope not, because we need to change the window wiper blades on our <laughs> Alpha. So anyway, you got home on the, eventually, presumably, without your headlights. Yeah, so there was two challenges we I faced on the journey home. So one, as you can imagine, nobody gives you a car with fuel because fuel prices are uh, extortion at the moment. Went to the nearest petrol station and couldn't figure out how to open the fuel filler cap. Harris, luckily him being really small and short, he climbed into the boot, found the, the red <laughs> tag and he, he did the manual the release. Later realizing that there's a safety switch or a security switch where the car's still on, the the button on the dash doesn't open the fuel filler cap. So because we couldn't turn the car off because we didn't know if the battery would start the car again, we couldn't actually put fuel. So that was challenge number one. As Harry said, the the headlights were out on uh, the driver's side. So I, I was literally driving in country roads 
and the motorway with either four beams on blinding oncoming traffic or not seeing oncoming traffic because my lights were off. But yes, we got home eventually. And so you're a little bit over budget on the purchase. You've got £250 to get it ready. How's that going? That's interesting because um, we've had to do some clever accounting. Because What's your profession, Harris? Sorry. Uh, he's a clever, accountant. clever accountant. He's an accountant. <laughs> no money laundering has taken place, just for the record. Yes. So we sold the Celica for a profit. That profit went back into fixing the Alpha to get it up to standard. Now, once we had it home, we found that obviously the door needed uh, a dressing. Uh, it was completely caved in from an accident. The boot lid had holes where the spoiler would go. Um, so we thought we'd replace that as well. I noticed in the uh, the article there was a, a special optional extra as a water feature in the boot. I don't know if that was <laughs> by the spoiler holes or <laughs> just a, a very smart marketing person trying to sell the car. That we had the inner CV joint uh, on the drive shaft making all sorts of no- noises. And we also found a sticker in the engine bay for the cam belt having been done last in 2007 so those were the things to address um now luckily you know with the profit we made on the salika we were able to address all of those and still come in under budget and this is a is it a two liter twin spark or a a bus it is a two liter twin spark and i must mention you know the only reason we were able to get you know stay within that budget is because we had some help from people along the way such as gary at totally alpha um, he actually sent us out a water pump and a uh, and some timing tools, and then we also managed to borrow uh, some further tools for doing the cam belt. A helpful chap on Facebook called Andy, who's I believe is part of the, part of the club. And have you um, have you found out yet whether it's one of the twin sparks that burns oil or one of the ones that could have been hermetically sealed at the factory? Because they're usually one or the other. We're fortunate that we've got the, the latter. Okay. It's the, the, the proper one. <laughs> I would just like to give another shout out to Giuseppe. He's a um, an enthusiast that we, we met through, I think it was eBay or Facebook, um, who sold his um, replacement doors and, and tailgates. Um, but he really helped us and gave us a lot of advice and put us in touch with a lot of people within the community to to get help from. And then he showed me his Zoe Yellow Spider and taught me through a couple of things to look out for timing belt being one of them oil burning being another so yeah i think one thing i've really found about the alpha community is it is a community we've grown up uh in fact harry side and the, the, the group of us we all became friends through the Volkswagen scene right you know being 18 19 getting our first cars and whatnot we became friends through that that journey there uh being part of the alpha community i feel like we've we've gone back in time because you're part of the community again and people are there to help each other out as, as harry said andy from from facebook you know he he was willing to to give us his tools and, and kit to to help us do certain jobs and it was really nice to see that because especially in this day and age where that community spirit isn't what it used to be it felt like there was good in the world again yep. you know i presumably giuseppe told you how rare his zoe yellow spider was and then you you turned up at burley house and there was zoe yellow and spiders and gtvs as, as far yeah. as the eye could see absolutely i, I, I was saying to 
the Giuseppe when I when I drove in, I had to put my sunglasses on because all I could see was just yellow everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's the biggest collection I've seen for a while. Dusty, the, the 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 friend is in the other team. He's a mechanic by trade, Southfield Autos here in Leicester. But because we decided to change the car and we got a lot of stick from them for the Toyota, we decided we're not going to tell them what car we've got. Okay, so this this purchase, all of the work we've done, we've all had to do. And uh, undercover, we really we threw them off track as to what car we bought. We they thought it was a Mazda 323 with pop up headlights, um, because we told them pop up headlights are the way forward, and, and <laughs> you know just just left left them down a rabbit hole. So yeah, we had to do a lot of the work without him knowing or them knowing. But when we did release the car, you know, we obviously now have the better car of the two because Volvo's, as we know, are all boring. <laughs> And <laughs> Alphas are a lot more fun. No one ever says um, every petrol head needs to own a Volvo, do they? No, it's not, not something I've heard. I've not heard any Volvo podcasts either. <laughs> I'm sure there is one. To be, to be fair, our, um, our 105 registrar in the club who looks after all the gorgeous... 1960s and early 70s but Tony Coupes is actually also a Volvo enthusiast so so there, there are some there are some crossovers if he's listening to the podcast then we didn't intend to insult him <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just just on the point of giving a couple of shout outs so I uh, just want to say a big thank you to a number of either businesses or individuals so Andy from the the group uh, Giuseppe as we've mentioned uh, Gary at Totally Alpha for donating the water pump and some tools. Rio Motors in Leicester, they are Alfa Romeo specialists as well. They offered to respray the door and the tailgate for us to body colour. The ones we bought from Giuseppe were black and they didn't charge us a penny for it. So really pleased that they were you know, able to come forward and, and really help us out. Obviously, Southfield Autos, because once Dusty knew the car, he's done a lot of work for us since as well. So a big thank you to him. I'm sure I've missed off tons of people, but... Um, and I, I think you're also you're in the right place. You know, the East Midlands section of, of the Owners Club is is one of the most active and uh, uh, kind of enthusiastic sections in the country. And I think that's that's partly our overall club chairman also runs that section, John Griffiths. But I think it's just also there's a fantastic alpha community in that part of the world. Yeah. If if you'd been in Scotland, you might have struggled. Not that the Scots are less enthusiastic, <laughs> they're just more spread out. But yeah, just, just want to say a big thank you to everyone. Um, what I realised, and then Paris and I concur on this, is it's amazing how many people are willing to help if you just ask. You know, the Facebook groups and the owners club group, it, you just put a message out and people are willing to ask, uh, answer questions and help out. So, yeah, really big thank you to everyone. Okay. So we're, we're all ready to go. We've had lots of help getting there. I, I think there's been a slight change of plan. The the plan when you were at Burley House was was to go in the next couple of weeks, I think, but now it's it's been delayed a little bit. That's right. So uh, we were due to go out on the 16th of June. We started booking ferries. And fortunately, that's as far as we got. But due to personal family circumstances, we've had to delay ever so slightly and push it back to July. So we are now traveling out of Leicester on the 20th of July. We will be returning back to Leicester on the 25th of July. So we're doing a five-day journey and our route is from Leicester, where we're, we're, we're kicking off all the way down to, to Dover across to Dunkirk. We'll be driving through Bruges up to Rotterdam, and that's all one leg of the journey. We'll stop the night in Rotterdam, then we're heading over to Amsterdam, where we'll spend two nights, and then set off back there to, to return home via Brussels. We'll spend two nights in Brussels and then back home again. 
on the 25th. Sounds like a brilliant trip if you if you make it. We will, because <laughs> we've been told there's a lot of uh, alpha enthusiasts in, uh, oh, the in ne- Netherlands. The so. Netherlands is amazing. Um, so hopefully yeah. some of them will also listen to the podcast and there's, there's subtitles or audio description to go with it. And if we need their help when we break down, I mean, if we break down, should I say, <laughs> they'll be there to support us. And if they want to buy the car when we're there, the Volvo has... That's also welcome. That's also welcome. The Volvo has... DVD players and headphones in the back and a fridge, as I said. So I'm sure we can sit in the back of that and, and have a pleasant journey home. Yeah. Actually, my experience of being stuck in traffic jams going to the south of France is there's a lot of Dutch Volvo drivers with caravans as well. So you you may have a captive market for both cars. That's the plan in terms of the logistics. The, the purpose is to raise money. So how, how can people support you by giving you money? So we have a Just Giving page set up, dot forward slash crowdfunding forward slash the four on tour or words no numbers you can follow us and I'd, I'd really appreciate if we can get the, the the listeners to follow us on social media so we're going to be posting our journey on instagram again it's the four on tour 2022 donations are all going to go through uh, just giving because we want to make sure it's all audited and and we want to be transparent, but also we can then gift aid off the back of that. We are asking any companies, if anybody you know owns their own businesses or anything, would like to sponsor us. And we would certainly put their names on the side of the car and give them a thanks and then publicize their, their, their business. So if anybody would like to sponsor us, we'll, we'll please let us know. But yeah, ultimately the donations are all happening online. Okay. And then there's potentially one one last donation uh, I think the plan once you come back in 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 time for National Alpha Day um, is to to pop along to Bista and and auction off the car. Is that right? Exactly that. So. Potentially, yes. Yeah. So potentially, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, there's the two final donations, and I've already said that you know, given that we've got the Alpha GTV and it's all sorted now, um, I think we'll get we'll get the bigger. Bulk of it and the Volvo might. I also think Harris is going to buy the car himself. <laughs> yes, that's that's the other issue me and Sarah are fighting over because we have fallen in love with the with the brand even more, having attended the Alpha Day, which which didn't help my hankering for a one five six GTA <laughs> that I already had, and obviously meeting Andy, he's he's got a one four seven GTA, and him showing me around that, yeah, is, is making me really want an alpha next well you definitely don't want to you definitely don't want to have a look at the um the june issue of the magazine then we have a, a gta 20th anniversary special we had uh nearly 30 of them at, at bista heritage a couple of weeks ago i'll give you harris oh, i'll wow, give you okay. harris's home address you can post <laughs> <in> a special, <laughs> special copy <laughs> i think we ticked off a lot of our firsts in this challenge because again harris and i first japanese car yep the Salika. However short-lived that was. <laughs> no, yeah. It was short-lived, but it was still a, a, a tick in the box. In fact, I think my brother drove it more than I did because <laughs> every time you had to go put to Sainsbury's to get some milk, I was seeing the, uh, the, the sneaker being driven. It was a trolley more than a car. Um, but yeah, first first <laughs> Italian sports car and first Alpha. So. Well, if you if you two do end up fighting over it, the GTV makes an absolutely cracking track day car. Um, yeah, very nice little project that would be. Just one thing I wanted to add, if I can. So we've tried to be very selective with the charities that we've select, uh, we worked with. And this time around, we wanted to make sure that the charities, all the donations that we 
raise as a group, we want to know how they get used. Um, so we've had the opportunity to meet with both charities personally, and we've had, again, the opportunity to ask some more questions that our followers have, have put forward. Now, one thing that was very interesting, I just want to, to, to share this with the, uh, the listeners, is both charities, believe it or not, said as much as the money is important to us and goes a long way and helps a lot of people, the awareness is the biggest thing. And I just want to echo that and, and repeat that. The awareness of the work that these charities do and any charity to be fair is so important because there's a lot of good work they do and a lot of help they give. And if anybody does need any assistance or help, these charities are always there to help, which like I say, was interesting that both charities said exactly the same thing. If you can do nothing else and raise no money, just share awareness of the help that we offer. So just to echo that further, so if you, uh, you know, see the car about and, you know, follow us on social media where we are um, sharing, you know, visits to these charity uh, charities to see what they're actually doing and where the funds are going. That is all, you know, very, very helpful as, as Sab's, you know, mentioning. We, we have the cars all stickered up, as you saw, that uh, spring day. There are QR codes on there. So if anyone does see it, and they want to donate, you can always scan the QR code. But please follow us on Instagram because as I said, when we met with the charities, we had the opportunity to ask questions. We recorded it. We've got videos and, you know, we, we've got a full idea and we want to share that with everybody about the, the facilities they have and the good work they do. So please follow us on Instagram. As I say, it's the four on tour in words and followed by 2022. And as I say, just giving the links and all that are all on that Um Brilliant. We'll put we'll put all of that information in the the notes with the podcast as well. Thank you very much. We are targeting ten thousand pounds to raise for both charities. They'll be split fifty fifty across both. That ten thousand pound is our target so far. We've hit twenty five percent of that, so we're just over two and a half thousand pounds. Not as as Harris said, when we come back from the trip, we're going to sell both cars, and all proceeds of the cars will also go to the uh, to the pot as for gift aid. So. We have a long way to go, but we're hoping once we start the journey, donations will start flooding in. Brilliant. If anyone has any challenges they'd like us to do on the way, we want to do like a Top Gear style trip, please DM us on, on Instagram or we'll, we'll see if they're one, legal, and two, <laughs> if there's something that won't break the car and we might do them. So, Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. We, we want to have a laugh. We want to have some banter. Sure. And uh, Yeah, so we've already got one, we've already got one which, is, um, which involves music from the year that the cars were made so the teams are given a given playlist to the other team um to play during the journey obviously the more awful the better yeah i was gonna say you're sitting there finding the most terrible tracks le- released in that year exactly and just for the record the other the volvo is a 2002 car so if anyone has any songs that we can add to the playlist <laughs> the worse the better please let us know <laughs> brilliant hopefully you guys can all follow the journey looking forward to it Brilliant. Well, good luck, guys. Uh, I'm sure you'll have fun. I, unfortunately, having missed you at Spring Alpha Day, I'm not going to be at National Alpha Day either. My other job as a sports photographer means I'm covering the Commonwealth Games in, in Warwick, 15 miles away. It feels away. a bit personal now. Yeah, I know. This feels personal, but... <laughs> um, but we'll... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on how things go, and we'll definitely uh, cover it in the August issue of the magazine, which is out shortly afterwards. So thank you very much for for joining us today at pretty short notice it's been a pleasure to speak to you thank you very much brilliant thank you very much well that's it for this episode as i mentioned during our chat all the details for Saturn harris's chosen charities 
The social media details and, crucially, a link to the Just Giving page are in the notes to this podcast. And the QR code on the label should take you straight to the Just Giving page. They're both great causes, so please give generously. Just a reminder that next weekend is Midlands Italian Car Day at Kedleston Hall. There are still tickets available from the club website and it's always a great event. Once again, we'll be back in three weeks' time on Sunday the 3rd of July, this time with a special episode recorded at the Goodwood Festival of Speed, which will hopefully feature our first drive in the new Alfa Romeo Tonale. Episode 60 will be available to download from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podcast Addict, and all the usual sources from 1.30pm. Until then, stay safe. (laughs) 